And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, November 17th. And we are here to try to help all of you make the next best decision in your financial lives. Sometimes you may hear us say like, oh, I wish I would have talked to you when you made the decision to refi or something like that. But if it's already happened, it's already happened. But if you're in the middle of something, maybe it is a refi, maybe it is a question about taking a new job or not and what you should try to do about maybe education funding or whatever it is on your mind financially, we are here for you. The way that you can get in touch with us, the most efficient way, is to go to our website, jillonmoney.com, and click the contact button. And then if you want to come on the air, which we highly recommend, Mark will do the rest. That is what Catherine did. Catherine is on the line. She is with us from the great Pacific Northwest. So welcome, Catherine. How are you and what can we do for you today? Hi, thank you so much. I am calling kind of like a lot of your callers to find out how am I doing? Am I on track? I have a little bit of extra income every month, about $475. And I am wondering if I should start putting that towards um, my kids' education, but I want to make sure retirement is in a good place first before I kind of commit that somewhere else, I guess. Okay, great. So Catherine, how old are you? I am 44. Are you married, partnered? Married. My husband is 45. And you guys both work? Yes. How much do you guys earn? Um, combined, we earn just over 202000 And then we do um, get a little rental income, about 24000 a year. Okay, great. And so you've got good cash flow based on that. Are you both using um, retirement plans? Yes. Um, my husband is a small business owner, so he has a simple IRA and we max out his annual contribution of thirteen five hundred, mm-hmm. and his work provides a 3% match. I work at a public university, so I have, I will receive a 
pension. And that is split between both a pension and a defined benefit package. I also contribute to my 403B and a 457. Oh, my God. How much are you putting away um, when you look at your contribution part of it? What are you putting away into that? Um, my contribution to my 403B, we try to max it the way um, my HR has it set up is kind of funny. They won't let you put in a set dollar amount. You have to put a percentage of mm-hmm. your paycheck. So mm-hmm. I can't exactly match it because it never percentages right, never out. quite <laughs> works, right? <laughs> right? So you're putting like around 19500 in the 403B. How much yep. are you putting into the 457? Right now we put 9000 a year in the 457. And are these uh, traditional or Roths? Um, both Roth. My husband's simple is a traditional, though. Do you like what you do at the public university? I do. Um, the only downfall is um, my job is completely research-based, um, mm-hmm. which I think is great, but it means it's all funded by what they call soft money or grants. Mm-hmm. And so um, I kind of operate on a two- to four-year window. You know, we get a grant yeah. that might last for two years, it might last for three. Um, the longest I've ever had is five. So there's always a little bit of question of hopefully that next grant comes along. Okay. If you were to stick around, tell me about how, how the pension would work. The university contributes um, for me to the pension, five and a half percent of my salary. Currently, uh, my last time I logged in to see what my pension benefit was, I kind of basically said um, if I were to quit my employment when my current grant ends, but then obviously not take my pension until 65, um, Mm -hmm. they had it at about 1400 a month. That's pretty good. If that's like where you are today and it's, you only have upside in it, there's no downside. Yes. Uh, How much money have you saved in the 403B and 457 plans? The 403B balance currently is at 209000 And the 457, we just opened a couple of years ago. We just started doing that one. And so it's at about 28000 And what about your husband's simple? 355000 hmm, That's good. Are there any other investments that you have? Well, we'll talk about the rental in a second, but any other investments that you have, like a non-retirement account or 529 account for kids? My husband and I both have Roth IRAs. Mm-hmm. His balance is about 134000 My balance is 160000 I inherited a 403B back in 2004. Mm-hmm. Its current balance is at 123000 and I get an annual distribution from that. I actually just got it two days ago. And this year it was $2,600. Um, we also have a brokerage account. And its current balance is at about 126000 We have an emergency fund at about 53000 We have another account that is making our current car payments. But it is at just about 34000 the investment side from my work uh, account is mm-hmm. at about 58000 And then our two college funds, we have one for each kid. One is at 51000 and one is at 41000 Wait a minute. You work at a public university. You get any break on, on tuition? If they stayed in our state, um, I believe I would pay either 20 or 30% tuition. I like that plan. Stay in that state, girl. 
Come on. All right. You guys are in amazing shape. So now tell me about the house and the rental property. So first let's do the rental property. You say you get about $24,000 a year from the rental property. What's the, what's the rental property worth? This is one of the things that confuses me a little bit, I guess. Um, we are a quarter owners in my husband's office building. So overall, they estimate it's probably worth million. So we Mm -hmm. kind of figure our share is about Mm $300,000. It was the sort of thing that was just presented to us about two years ago. One of the previous owners needed to be bought out and the Mm -hmm. remaining three did not want to split up their share. So they offered it to us. So it was just kind of handed to us all of a sudden. And so I never really, it was never a part of my overall financial plan. And so I feel like I don't really know how to think about it. So we receive $2,000 a month in rent for it, but the mortgage payment is only like 1528. So that's why we have this little bit of extra income. And I don't know, should we? Oh, I get you. So you're saying that the $24,000 that comes in a year Mm-hmm. is gross. It's not, It's before you pay the mortgage, right? Correct, correct. Okay, I got it. I got it now. Okay, very good. How old are the kids? Uh, 11 and 14. Is there any reason why you would have to do something in the building where we should keep you a little bit more liquid and having some cash on hand? Like, you know, that's, you make the mortgage payment, but is there some maintenance? Is there going to be some sort of capital call in any way? Anything like that? So that's a good question. I don't really understand commercial (laughs) rentals very well, Mm -hmm. but um, my husband explains to me that we have a triple net lease. So basically the the business pays for any maintenance, any repairs. So yeah, we don't, I mean, we pay the property tax. That's the only thing, but that's already set aside before we get our payments. What's with this account for the car? Is there a car loan or is it a lease? Yeah, so we have a car loan. Um, we got a new car, but we were able to get 0% interest. So we decided uh-huh. what we were going to do was just put the money in the bank and have that make the payments okay. and earn a little money on the side. Okay. I'm all for putting more money in the 529. It's weird. Like, have you run your retirement numbers actually? A little bit. I put them in some online calculators. Yeah, and, and it <laughs> comes out like things are great, right? It comes out like we're on track, but I am kind of a nervous Nelly. So like I always worry while I can, should I be socking more away? (laughs) I think that, I mean, it sounds to me like education's important. I mean, could you put more away? Sure. You know, like, yeah, yeah, you could, but I don't feel like you need to like make yourself so nutty about this. I really don't. I think you've got plenty of cash on hand. You've got, and, and I also think, as anybody I know who has like been in this kind of soft dollar situation, usually the people who have like succeeded in that are the people who continue to succeed in that. I know that you want to be conservative, which I understand, but I really do think you're probably looking at a higher pension amount in the future, okay. you know, than that 1400 because I think chances are you're probably going to keep making, you know, being able to get grants and do the work you're going to do. But I like that you're being conservative about it. I mean, I think that, Putting the money into the 529 plan will work. If you feel at all like nervous, I don't want to overfund it. Or if like, let's just like play this out a second. Let's say that your oldest does go to the public institution that you're thinking about, right? And you're hoping for. So let's presume that happens. 
then you have whatever extra money can just be pushed down to the next kid. And mm-hmm. if you end up not using it, then someone can use it for grad school or you'll pay a penalty and you'll get the money out. So it's not the worst thing in the world. If you had a whole bunch of extra money or if it became clear that you're sort of, you know, that one of your kids is really is going to stay in this in state and you're going to have a lower expense for college then so be it. Then you can, you know, jam up the money in in your retirement later. So I think it's fine. I really, I think that's perfectly fine. Okay. Um, and the only other thing is that if you really do feel like you don't want to tie the money up, you could just put it in the brokerage account. You really okay. could. It's not the worst thing in the world either, but I, w- I would use the 529. I think you're in good shape. I really do. do. Do you have any other issues that are like kind of bugging you right now? I don't hear many people in like the financial podcasts or things that I listen to talk about commercial real estate. Is there anything that we should keep in mind as like moving forward with being a co-owner of this building? Like well, I just, I'll tell you one thing, the only thing to keep in mind is that, you know, what happens to that asset at the end of the day? Is there some sort of agreement that as like you bought this other person out? Like what if your husband said, I'm leaving or I'm retiring? What happens to his share? Is there some sort of arrangement set up, a legal arrangement where you have a buy-sell agreement that's in place for when someone retires? And if they don't, then I would do that. I would actually have a lawyer kind of deal with that. But the only thing you need to worry about is that, you know, you got a few hundred thousand dollars that's floating out there that's hard to make liquid without some sort of agreement ahead of time. Okay. But that's it. Okay. You have wills? Yes. Do you have life insurance? Yes. You're in great shape. You should enjoy it. Stop stressing out so much. You're doing what you need to be doing. You really are. I'll tell you when you need to stress out. You don't need to stress out about this. You're in great shape. You really are. And if you can just remember this or put this on a loop, just hear this like, Catherine, Catherine's husband, you're in very good shape. Don't worry. Don't stress. No stressing. Keep your jobs. Keep doing what you're doing and get those kids to in-state school. Boy, you'll feel a lot less stressed if that's the case. I'll tell you that much, right? Yeah. Don't worry. You're really in good shape. So thank you so much for joining us today. If you are a stressor, an anxious kind of person like Catherine, and you want us to hold your hand and give you a little bit of perspective, we can do that. It's not always so great. I got to tell you, sometimes we have to tell you things you don't want to hear, but so what? One way or the other, you'll know what to do next. And that's what we hope to do. We hope to guide you to making the next best decision in your financial life. All you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com and click on the contact button and just let us know what it is that's on your mind. If you want to come on the air, Mark will do all the work. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, could you leave us a rating or a review? You can do that with Apple and do subscribe to our sister broadcast. It's called Eye on Money. Very easy to do. All right. So do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 